Hey guys, are you interested in starting a podcast? Well, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place. You can use your phone or your computer. Let's face it, you usually have at least one of those with you at any point in time. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast on the go so that your quality is great. They will even distribute your podcast to all of the major broadcasts such as Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. You can easily make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you're interested in getting your voice out there, you've got to go download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll thank me later. You're listening to the CHW Crew Podcast, where we empower community health workers and health and wellness advocates around the globe to be courageous. We will share actionable tips and tools for you to live your best quality of life. Here's your host, Tasha Whitaker. Welcome back to another episode of the CHW Crew. I'm your host, Tasha Whitaker. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope all is going well. Um, Many of us are probably home working remotely. Um, As of yesterday, March 16th, 2020, the White House issued a new national COVID-19 guidance to avoid in-person events with family, friends, and community Um, of more than 10 people. So today I'm going to be talking about the coronavirus um, and different resources that are available and also talking about how we can best utilize this time that we have um, while we may be at home, um, while we may be away from our busy lives. You know, um, we are a very busy society. And so I just wanted to give some pointers Um, that I'm even utilizing in my life and that I thought would be helpful um, for you guys to be able to maybe implement into your daily lifestyle so you can use whatever pieces work for you um, and the pieces that don't then you know maybe share those with somebody else Um, and so I just kind of wanted to have conversation around that today because it's a lot going on, y'all. How are you? How are you guys doing? Um, are y'all feeling overwhelmed? I was feeling a little overwhelmed this week. I will admit a lot was going on with work um, and um, a lot of cancellations, you know, rescheduling, a lot of moving parts, right? And so that can get like frustrating and then you don't know Like, how long is all of this going to last? But as a community health worker, we do know that we have to take precautions first and foremost. And that is the most important thing. And so we can always reschedule events and everything. The most important thing is that we make sure that we're safe and that others are safe and that we're sending that message as the community health workers and healthcare professionals that we are, is that that is first and foremost. And so, you know, I had a thought, um, you know, we are so busy. Um, Many people have so much going on in our society. And so one of the things that I'm choosing to do is to see the sunshine in all of this. You know, I'm able to have more time with my son, with my family. I'm able to just kind of sit and reflect for a minute. Can I get an amen? Okay. Um, I'm able to kind of sit and slow down. 
And, you know, maybe these, this is a time to do some of the things that I've just kind of been putting on the back burner and um, getting some things completed that I have not had um, adequate amount of time to do. Um, and so perhaps, you know, there's more family time for you. Um, conversation around healthcare, you know, uh, we're out in the community a lot, always teaching and giving other people services. So maybe this is the time that you need to look at it from a different perspective and say, hey, you know, now's my time. Now's my time to share my resources with my friends and family um, and kind of have conversation around um, the area in which, which you work in, um, sharing that with your family, different resources, um, conversations around health equity and access, um, being out in the community. We see so many different things from a different perspective, I believe, than most people do that are strictly in that uh, clinical um, workspace. And so when you get to like the social determinants of health and how some people are talking about the resources that they don't have access to, um, whether that's food, whether that's um, job finances, um, even transportation for those that have to absolutely go into work um, and how they're being affected by not being able to pay um, their mortgage, their rent, and um, just having money for everyday everyday daily living things. Um, these are things that are affected. You know, businesses are affected a lot of people. Um, and so, um, you know, uh, many people also have kids at home, right? And so the schools are closed. So what about those parents out there that are working, that still have to work and they don't have childcare? Um, what resources are available for them and what tools can we, um, give them so that they are able to continue to live a good quality of life? And so, um, First off, shout out to the National Community Health Worker Association. This morning, they sent out a newsletter with resources for community health workers uh, for coronavirus. And so I definitely, definitely encourage you guys that are not currently members, um, go sign up. You know, maybe that's one of the things that you do while you have some free time, time off, um, is that you go on over to the website um, and and sign up www.nachw.org. Um, the newsletter that was sent out this morning has tons of resources um, where it gives information about, you know, who's high risk, what you need to do, um, uh, what is coronavirus, um, what are some severe complications, um, if you're sick, what do you need to do, all types of resources. And then it even breaks it down to the different resources available out in the community. And so, um, you know, capacity building tools, culturally competent resources, equity resources. So you're getting into food insecurities, learning about the free resources that are available, um, all of those different things. And so definitely encourage you guys, um, if you haven't opened up your email, go check it out because they have tons of resources available on this newsletter. And so, um, as I was thinking um, about, you know, what to kind of talk about, um, these are five things that came to mind. Um, and I wanted to kind of 
of give us different pin points that we can consider and think about. And so first of all, is educate ourselves. Um, as I was talking about the resource from Nashua, um, go and research, you know, if you need to watch videos, if you're a visual learner, um, or if you more like to read the articles, whatever the case is, education is key. Um, and the more that we're educated on coronavirus, the more we know, the better we can spread that message so that people really understand um, when, when the government is asking and telling everyone about social distancing, really doing that, you know, and so that we can um, bring down the spread of coronavirus washing our hands, making sure we're um, being very careful in our actions. Um, you know, there's all different types of things on social media where people, some people are like, I don't really care. Um, and then there's other people that are out there spreading the message, kind of breaking it down and, and showing us why it's so important for us to really abide by what is being asked. And so um, I encourage us all to educate ourselves with that. And so you have all different types of resources. The CDC um, has tons of resources, World Health Organization. Check out the reputable sites, definitely, um, and utilize those. Um, you can't read every, believe everything you know you see on online. And so make sure that the resources that you do have, that they're from reputable sites um, and you utilize those. Um, number two is self-care. Um, this is a time where you may get down. Um, you might be unsure about your job, to be honest. Um, you know, depending on how long we're off, um, many people are affected. They might not be able to go in. They might not be able to get paid. And so that's stressful. Um, that can cause depression. That can cause people to spiral into um, a mental space that's not healthy. And so we want to keep those people lifted in our thoughts and our prayers that all of that is affected, the ones that have um, been affected by coronavirus, and to utilize um, all of the tools that we know as community health workers and share that with other people. You know, if you know someone is struggling with um, their, their rent, uh, maybe you know a financial uh, organization can that, that can assist them with their utilities, something like that. Um, again, these are those things that a lot of people don't think about on the outside, but us as CHWs, you know, that's that's like first thing that we think about when we are doing our needs assessments out in the community. And so it's very important that we still share those tools um, with others and that we're practicing self-care, um, take a break, you know, take the time that you need um, to just get it all together if that's what you need to do. Um, if you need to take a, a break from social media, if you need to take a break, even from family um, and just being together in such close space, <laughs> I do that, you know, maybe take a walk, go out on the porch, something like that. Um, because sometimes uncertainties can bring a lot of stress in the household. And so I encourage us all to self-care as much as possible during this time. More on the CHW Crew Podcast after this. 
Hey guys, enjoying the show? Head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a message. Let me know what you love about the show while you're listening to these episodes. I would love to hear from you guys. I also want to give you a shout out. And are we connected on social media? If not, I need for you to look us up at the CHW Crew and connect with us on all social media platforms. Look forward to connecting with you guys. And now back to the CHW Crew podcast and take the precautions that we need to. Uh, Number three, I would say, is to create a schedule. Okay, so I already work a lot from home. And so I've already implemented this into my my lifestyle when I am working remotely. And I'll just kind of tell you guys a little bit of what that looks like. Um, This might be helpful for you. And so I've talked about it before. Um, I'm a big time chunker. So what that means is, you know, when I'm working from home, I don't just impulsively do things, you know, I don't just, oh, let me go check my email. Let me do this. Let me work on this project. I just hop from thing to thing. I have time chunks that I work on things. So, you know, I go, I drop off my son at school, come back, have my coffee. Um, and, It depends on the day. You know, I look at my calendar and if I know that I have to do certain projects that really take a lot of of my mind and creativity, those are the things that I usually do early in the morning because my mind is already going. That's just how I work. And so I don't have the TV on, radio on, anything like that. I have to have it quiet while I'm in my creative space and while I'm like developing a program or designing a, a program. And I work on that. You know, I work on that maybe 45 minutes, an hour. And I do that. And then I might get up, take a break. And then I might go to my email and check my email and respond to the emails at that time. Um, and, you know, I, I'll leave that task. And then maybe, you know, I need to go and leave for a meeting or I need to go do some outreach, go do that. And then, come back and work on whatever else I need to. But I do not hop from thing to thing every few minutes because what because I've done that, <laughs> number one, and it was not successful. Um, and so what I found to be more successful for me is to do the projects that I know need to be completed or that I'm in the mood to go ahead and complete if I have that luxury to do it that day and complete it, you know, complete that task entirely or as much as that, that, you know, project can be completed for that hour, for that time chunk that I've given it. And then I'll take my break and I'll move on to something else. That way, my mind is already on that project. I'm giving it my all, all of my creativity, my innovation, and I'm focused on that thing. And then I can go and move to something else. Because what I used to find is that I would work on a project, you know, somebody would come, interrupt, um, and I, you know, halfway answer email or else forget even to respond because I started looking at something else or I started going to another um, email or I was looking at, you know, another idea I had and I was just kind of all over the place. And I found myself at the end of the day, like, oh, my gosh, like, God, I feel like I haven't gotten anything done is there anybody out there like (laughs) and so what I had to do for me was time chunk like seriously time chunk I'm a huge advocate of it and I am so much more successful in doing that and that is something that I share with people all the time 
Um, if I'm in a zone, I'm in a zone. And I will nicely tell you I'm in my zone. I will get to you, um, you know, in a few minutes. Um, and and that's just kind of how it's worked for me. And so when you're at home, it's really easy to get distracted. And so when you're creating this schedule, um, it helps you. It helps you navigate throughout your day. Um, a lot of us have kids at home, me included. And so that schedule is would also be for him as well or your kids as well. So, you know, maybe get with them and kind of plan out like, okay, you guys, you know, from this time to this time, you're going to be reading, you're going to be working on your vocabulary, and then we'll have break time, then we'll have movie time, then we're going to go outside and have, I don't know, go walk or play um, or do a project together, whatever the case is. I think scheduling it really helps. Um, I'm really big on goal setting. Um, and so it that kind of feeds into it. And so I'm trying to reach a goal, right? Um, for that day. And so in order to do that, I need to have a schedule to get me to where I'm going. And so um uh, maybe implement that and hopefully that'll help kind of keep everybody intact and kind of on a schedule um to be a little uh successful in what you're trying to do and reach. Um, and I would say the next one would be professional development. So y'all, we would have 15 days, um, to, you know, work remote, social distancing, all of this. That's a lot of time, um, and a lot of opportunity to, you know, take that online course, take that class webinar, get your CEUs together, tons of resources for us as community health workers and I've also said this on the podcast before you guys it does not have to be a CEU just for community health workers um absolutely not it could be in leadership development it could be in um other soft skills public speaking it could be um in I don't know uh Microsoft Word workshops, you know, Excel workshops, um, different areas to make your skills better. And so because we work in the community and we do, you know, a variety of different things, I think that it only makes you better to be able to learn different skills so that you can better serve the community. And um, a couple of things I'll say is the National Community Health Worker Association if you haven't joined, check them out. Your local CHW association um, in your state or your city, um, check them out. Um, there's an organization called the CHW Connection Virtual Education. Check them out. There's also um, LinkedIn has educational videos that you can check out. You guys, if you're not on LinkedIn, I would recommend that you get on LinkedIn and that you be active. There's tons of resources that people share um, in community events. I'm very active on LinkedIn. So look me up at me, Tasha Whitaker on LinkedIn. Um, love to connect. And, you know, it's just sharing that information and resources because, you know, we can't be everywhere all the time. And so um, people are always sharing resources that we can send out to our community and individuals that are very, very helpful. Job fairs, health fairs, free screenings, all different types of things. Um, assistance with um, utilities, especially during this time, I've seen a lot of different resources um, 
on that people have shared, even on social media. Um, so make sure that you um, check out those resources. Um, I do know that LinkedIn has um, educational videos that they offer. Um, even maybe you want to update your resume. Um, you know, not that you might be looking, um, but you want to add to what you've done, projects that you've completed, skills that you have, that you're now um, very good in, projects that you've led, um, different resources like that, uh, practicing your soft skills, um, making sure that, you know, you're adding all of those things that you have worked so hard to do in the community to highlight the work that you do on your resume or on your LinkedIn profile. Um, maybe you've been wanting to create a curriculum for community health workers um, or people in your community. And so this is a perfect time to sit down and kind of start brainstorming that as well. And overall, utilizing technology. That's what everybody is all about now. Um, utilizing technology and being able to reach more people um, through that technology. There's um, different programs that are still moving and providing education, you guys, because they can't meet in person, but that doesn't mean that the education stops, right? And so when people are you know, going to the doctor and people are still um, needing that education, especially like now, you know, utilizing technology to provide education and utilizing on the tools that we have to still reach out to individuals and be connected, I think is really important. And so us as CHWs, we have uh, the resource newsletter from um, Nashua that you can check out, but also World Health Organization, CDC, um, your local city and state um, organizations as well. And reaching out to those individuals who may need those resources, share the information because we don't know who needs it, right? A lot of people may not say that, hey, you know, I'm I'm really worried about not getting paid and you know, maybe not having utilities, but just share it on your on your platform anyway. And maybe it'll reach individuals who you really can utilize that information. And so I'm hoping that us. You know, having this downtime, we are able to see the sunshine out of this. Um, it's so unfortunate for the cases um, of, of lives that have been lost. Um, but I want to empower and encourage you, my fellow CHWs, promotoras, um, community health representatives, healthcare professionals, everybody listening to this podcast. Um, be safe, you guys. And connect with me on the CHW Crew Instagram. Um, I'll be posting a lot more now that we're, you know, remote working. Um, and want to engage with you guys about um, how this is affecting your community and what you're doing to stay empowered, what you're doing to um, be courageous during this time, right? So we want to be courageous. We want to lead the way and still be able to get the information and resources out to those populations that most need it. Um, I know that today uh, I saw from the CDC that pregnant women are also on the high risk um, list as well as older people and people who have those chronic diseases. So um, you guys make sure that you take care. I appreciate you guys um, for tuning in. 
And hopefully we will all get through this together and stay empowered and stay courageous, you guys. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the CHW Crew Podcast with Tasha Whitaker. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast.